So marketing then is both metaphorically and also literally like planting the seed. You may not be a gardener, I am not a gardener, but I am the son of a keen gardener. So even I know that planting a seed without watering that seed will cause it not to grow and therefore it will never bear the fruit that you want it to. Now, before we end up going too far down that farming metaphor, let me dial things back again and ask the next logical question, which I hope you are now demanding of me in your head, which should be, well, if marketing doesn't get you clients, then what does? Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner, dedicated to helping you grow your business, to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Welcome. My name is Adam Chatterley, here with another eye-opening episode of the Beauty Business Podcast. And this week, I wanted to focus on something that I think is an increasing mistake or an ever-widening pit hole that I think is affecting more and more beauty business owners. One that I think has got worse over the past 12 months, in part because of the situations that have been foisted on us by the omnipresent pandemic. Now, I'll fully explain myself as we go. And if you disagree with me, please, please do hear me out first. But if you do disagree with me or agree with me, then please do feel free to come and discuss it with me in the Beauty Business Podcast after show over on Clubhouse, which I will tell you more about later. But today's episode is focused on this one simple statement, which I want you to fully understand. And it's that marketing doesn't get you clients. There, I said it. Now, let me explain myself. Before we dive into the episode today, though, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free and very useful ebook. It's called The Seven Day Booking Boost, and that's exactly what it is. Well, it's actually that and a whole lot more. It's basically a framework for quite simply leveling up your beauty business in just 15 minutes a day. The initial result of that being more bookings for you, and you'll start to see results inside of just seven days. But the longer you do it for, the bigger the results you're going to get. Now, it's brand new. It's brand new edition. It's rather beautiful. And it's specifically designed for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. It contains a very simple, easy three-step process that'll take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, to almost guarantee a massive increase in your effectiveness, an increase in your connection with your clients and an amplification of all your marketing efforts, which in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients, and even a lot more sales as well. So if you want a very short, effective checklist that's full of delightful humor and joy, then go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost and download your copy today. Now, my sincere hope at this point, uh, I desperately hope that you had one of three responses to my statement there. And here it is again, just to make sure that you heard me properly. And that is that marketing doesn't get you clients. Yes, you heard me right. Now, those three responses are hopefully either 
Number one. Ah, yes. I already know what you mean, Adam. You are wise beyond your years. Or number two. What did he say? Did I hear that right? I must find out what Adam means by this. Or possibly number three, outrage, sacrilege. Of course, marketing gets you clients. If it didn't, why would companies have a marketing department? You finally lost it, Chatterley. Or somewhere in between one of those combinations of responses. Now, let me try and clarify exactly what I mean here before we go on. Now, it's bothered me for quite a while now, the sheer amount of marketing advice that there is out there on the interweb. And I was doing kind of air quotes there with my fingers that you couldn't see um, when I was saying the word marketing. Now, this advice that's out there on the interweb is directed at all types of independent business owners, but a lot of it, and the stuff that tends to bother me the most, is that that is directed at you, the beauty business owner. See, anyone whose advice about marketing is focused purely around one thing, like, for example, using YouTube to grow your business or extolling the importance of your Instagram grid being balanced and properly branded, are giving you only one specific tactic. And one specific tactic, or even a collection of tactics, does not marketing make. See, marketing tactics without proper marketing strategy are kind of like catching fish by poisoning a whole lake. You'll probably get a lot of fish, but there are no good to you because you can't eat any of them. Now, focusing all your marketing efforts, and you can't see me again, but I'm doing the air quotes thing with my fingers when I say marketing efforts there, Focusing on only, say, YouTube might get you lots of eyeballs, lots of video views, but if they're not your kind of clients or they're not anywhere near where you live, then what's the point? You can't do anything with them. But then it actually goes a lot deeper than that. Now, I didn't fully realize this until I was actually outlining this episode for myself, but if you look at any of my courses or you look at any of my articles or indeed any of my previous podcast episodes around this topic of bringing you more clients, not one of them actually uses the word marketing as the answer. Now, I've gone round and round and round with my team before when it comes to the titles of the talks and the courses that I do and the fact that I don't want to talk about marketing. I always want to talk about client getting rather than the much sexier and cooler sounding marketing favoured by lots of these industry advisors. And I kind of always thought this was mainly down to my very left brain, very literal way of doing things. You know, my kind of does what it says on the tin way of thinking. And I'm sure that's likely partly true. But the reason I now understand for myself for doing this is that marketing on its own simply doesn't get you clients. Even proper marketing in its truest sense, i.e. when the proper analysis and the proper investigation has been done, and then a strategy is built based on that investigation is created, then the tactics based on the strategy are employed. Still, it's not actually the marketing that brings you the clients in the end. Because marketing's job is actually only to move people that are out there in the world from not knowing that you exist as a business to knowing that you exist as a business. You see, done well, that marketing will involve methods and tactics best suited to the people who are most likely to be interested in buying whatever it is that you offer. Now, this is the very first stage in any good marketing campaign, and this involves the investigation of your existing clients to understand more about them so that your marketing can then be placed somewhere that is likely to be seen by your ideal clients. Now, this could be on YouTube or Instagram or Pinterest or a billboard on your high street or in your local lifestyle magazine or many, many other options. But if you have been told by someone that the key to your success is simply to dominate on YouTube, yet not one of 
your clients actually came from YouTube, nor do any of your existing clients spend any time on YouTube, then that's not marketing. That's just a complete waste of your time. So marketing then is both metaphorically and also literally like planting the seed. You may not be a gardener. I am not a gardener, but I am the son of a keen gardener. So even I know that planting a seed without watering that seed will cause it not to grow and therefore it will never bear the fruit that you want it to. Now, before we end up going too far down that farming metaphor, let me dial things back again and ask the next logical question, which I hope you are now demanding of me in your head, which should be, well, if marketing doesn't get you clients, then what does? Well, the answer to that question, and don't worry, I will be answering that, I need you to picture in your minds a funnel. Okay, we've all seen a funnel before, even if it's only ever been to decant something into something smaller or a smaller container. Basically, big opening at one end at the top, small opening at the other end. And as the top goes to the bottom, the funnel gets narrower and it kind of goes. So the, the more and more down the funnel, you get more and more focused. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. So I imagine the stuff that we're putting into this. So imagine the stuff we're putting into this funnel are people. Okay. Whatever you want to call it, client funnel, sales funnel, marketing funnel, whatever you want to call it, the, the things we're putting in here are people. Okay. So floating around the outside of the funnel, so not even anywhere in the funnel yet. So floating around the outside are all the people in your area that could possibly be your clients. Not all of the people in the world, just the people within the say 15 kilometers, 20 kilometer radius of where you are based, right? Now the vast majority of people in that 15, 20, even 25 kilometer catchment area of your business don't know you exist. And that is okay because the vast majority of those people are not remotely interested in what you do. And that's great. They're not your clients. Don't worry about it. So the first job of marketing then, as we've said, is to sift through all of the people and use what we know about your existing clients that you have to narrow down that huge population to the ones that are more likely to be interested in what you do. Now, these people, still not in your funnel, are living in a state of unawareness as in they are currently unaware of your business. Now, this might be some form of geographic location. It might be their age. It might be their job type, might be their interest, might be their hobbies, might be what they do, where they shop, what are the businesses they buy from, what social media platforms they use, anything like that. So now from that whole population in your area, marketing has narrowed it down to certain segments of that population to now try and make aware that you exist. So like I said, these people, still not in your funnel, are living in that state of unawareness as in they are currently unaware of your business. Hope this is making sense, yeah? So at this point, people are still not in your funnel. We've not even got into your funnel yet. Now, marketing's job is to make people more likely to be interested in you and your services, aware of you and your services, okay? So when this is accomplished, that's when people enter the top of your funnel. That stage of the funnel is called awareness. So marketing has now moved the person from unaware, outside of your funnel, not knowing you exist, to at least being aware that you exist as a business. Okay? So no clever segue today, but I do need to tell you about today's episode sponsor. Now, if you haven't heard of Timely, where have you been? Timely is the world's smartest appointment booking software for beauty and wellness businesses around the world helping them to better manage their time, their sanity, and their ability to generate revenue. It's designed to help you save hours on admin, deliver exceptional client experiences, establish a much-loved brand, and grow your revenue. It's got clever tools like Consult to help protect your business, your team, and your clients, 
and Timely really is an essential tool for running your business efficiently and effectively in today's world. Now, one of the things that made Timely stand out for me as a company is that they work really closely with the hair and beauty industry to ensure that they're creating innovative solutions to actually help elevate the industry and constantly provide more value to the business owners that use it. Timely also works with other systems that you already use like iZettle, Xero, QuickBooks, MailChimp, Square, Layby, and loads more. So if you've been thinking about making the switch from pen and paper or you want to test drive a new software system, all you need to do is visit beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash timely or click the link in the podcast description to start a free 14-day trial. There's no contract tie-ins, there's no hidden fees, just straight up transparent pricing. Plus, if you're in the UK at the moment, or somewhere that is forcibly locked down and you're not able to open and see clients, then Timely will not charge you a penny until you're open again and seeing clients. Now, because they're such lovely people, the Timely team have an exclusive offer for the listeners of today's episode, where you can get 50% off Timely for your first two months when you start paying for it. You just need to use the promo code BBP50 when you sign up. Now, back to today's episode. So the next stage of the client funnel is the interested stage. So we've gone from unaware to aware, and now it's entirely possible that some people will go from unaware and almost whiz past the awareness stage straight to interested. And this is great when this happens, because when this happens, it shows that your marketing is bang on and you've successfully targeted most people likely to become clients. And your message, however it was presented to them, has resonated with them straight away and these people are now interested in what you do and should be given more information. And at this point, in good old sales speak, these people are now to be considered prospects. Now, a prospect is simply someone that is aware of you and also interested in what you offer. Okay. Now, your marketing's job at this point is to ensure that every possible way for the prospect to find out more about you and to connect with you is fulfilled and available to them. So be that via social, be that via your website, by phoning you, by sending you a WhatsApp. Again, whatever method is most appropriate for your ideal type of client. But actually, at this point, that's really marketing's job largely done. It's taken everyone in your area, narrowed them down to the most likely to be a good client material type person, then moved them from unaware to interested and now to engaged. You may very well at this point in some way seek to capture their contact information, either their email address or their phone number or their messenger, contact name, whatever. But at this point, this is what you technically need to do. To fall back on good old sales speak again, you need to make them an official lead and they only become a lead when you have some way of contacting them. So this is why we use mass market forms of communication for marketing, things like social media, things like adverts, things like posters and flyers and articles, because we're dealing with huge numbers of people to then sift them down our funnel to the specific people who are interested in what we do and therefore the people we want to talk to. So what's the next stage? Well, really the only thing beyond engaged as an engaged lead is really to become a client. And that is the crux of the point of our episode today, because it's not your marketing now that turns your engaged leads into clients. What is it that turns your leads into clients? It's your offer. Okay. It's what you sell. It's your treatments. It's your services. It's your promotions. It's your packages and it's your products. Okay. You see, until you offer 
something for your leads to buy from you, they're not clients. But making an offer to someone isn't marketing because we should only be making offers to people after they've hit the almost bottom bit of our funnel when we know that they are ready to buy. So we've left marketing behind now and we've metaphorically moved our desk over into the sales department. Okay. This right here is why I think most advisors, most talking heads, this is why I think they talk more about marketing because marketing is it's kind of safe. You know, marketing from a point of view of the creative side, the storytelling, the image creating, the photography and the caption side anyway, is kind of the fun thing to do. You know, you can do that almost in a little bit of a bubble and it doesn't really typically stretch people's comfort zones very far. But as soon as you move into the sales department, into the sales phase of this operation, that's when the doubts and the fears and the awkwardness starts to creep in. So just to reiterate that, it is not your marketing that ultimately brings you clients, it's the offers that you make to people at the right time and what you sell to them that creates you clients. But here's the good news, because marketing, good marketing, i.e. when it comes from investigation and analysis, does such a good job of qualifying people so well that the offers and the sales bit can be really easy and entirely comfortable. Because they say that marketing is entering the conversation that's already happening in the minds of your potential clients. And what this really means, to continue our gardening farming metaphor from earlier, is picking the fruit when it's ripe. So we've not only planted the seeds, we've done so in the right soil, we've watered it, we've waited, and we've walked up and down our vines or up and down our orchard regularly, right up to the point where we now know it's the right time to simply pick the fruit that's ripe to make that offer and make the harvest and then book them in as a client. Now, I think when you realize the difference between what marketing is and what sales is and where one stops and one starts, I think everything becomes much easier and a lot more comfortable. Because you know when you're marketing to people and you're not selling, there's no pressure. You can be yourself. You can be funny, you can be entertaining, you can be enlightening, you can be um, interesting. Things don't have to be all about what you sell. You actually only need to talk about what you offer and what you sell when you hit the stage when your prospect has already singled themselves out, already raised their hand as someone that's aware of and interested enough to have placed themselves in a position to receive your sales offers. So at that point, you already know that they want to hear about what you sell, so there's no awkwardness at all. So that is what I mean when I say marketing doesn't bring you clients. Yes, it's a big part of the process, but marketing alone will only make people interested in you. Okay, they'll only become clients when you present them with an offer or sell them something. So in truth, it's actually offers that bring you the clients. And if you're not regularly making offers to the people that have self-identified themselves as interested in what you do, then you're missing out. I mean, if you want more clients, you need to make more offers to the right people at the right time. It's as simple as that. So if you only focus on the marketing side of things, then you may end up with a lot of followers, a lot of friends, and a lot of people that are aware you exist. But that's probably not what you were really looking for, I imagine. And this is why, if you're familiar with my own five-step process of filling your business with ideal clients, that is my Beauty Client Accumulator program, a process that, by the way, takes you from wherever you are right now to fully booked with your ideal clients, then the marketing phase of this process is actually only step one 
and step two of the process, with step three being the sales part of the process, the effortless sales, obviously, and step four and five being the maximization phase of the whole process. Now, incidentally, if you would like my help to help you get fully booked with clients, I've got a free workshop running just now where I outline my five-step program and I give you some tasty client getting techniques that you can use right now. See there, client getting, not just marketing. So when it comes to marketing, do you think marketing does get you clients? Okay. Do you disagree with me? Do you have another point of view? Do you have questions or do you think there's something that I've missed or left out? If so, brilliant, because there is a new social media platform on the block. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's called Clubhouse and it's an audio only drop-in style, bit like a radio phone-in discussion-based format thingy that everyone's talking about right now and most people are still getting to grips with. Now, having checked it out a little bit over the last couple of months, I think it will be perfect as a kind of podcast episode after party, okay? Somewhere where we can discuss what's been talked about on the podcast episodes so that you can bring your views and your questions. And I get the one thing that I don't usually get from the podcast, which is uh, feedback and a chance to actually talk to you guys about the things that I talk about on the show. Now, Clubhouse, at the time I'm recording this, is an invite-only platform, which is some very clever marketing on behalf of the creators of the app, so that you have to know someone on the platform with a spare invitation to give to you to even get on it. Oh, and you also have to have an iPhone as well. At the moment, it's just an iPhone application. I believe that could be changing soon. But never fear, because over in my Beauty Business Hackers Facebook group, we've got a special thread with a kind of pay it forward kind of deal going on to get more people onto Clubhouse. All you need to do is go to Beauty Business Hackers, join the group if you're not already a member. It's on Facebook. It's free. Um, you have to answer a couple of questions to get in so I know that you're legit. And then just search for the Clubhouse post on there. Put your uh, phone number in there. And then the next person on the list who joins Clubhouse and gets an invite will add you. And then it just keeps going and everyone gets on Clubhouse. It's great. Now, if you're already on Clubhouse and you want to come and join the podcast after party, then just search for me at Adam Chatterley on Clubhouse Follow on my bio page thingy to find out when the after parties are taking place. And that should be it. So that's all from me for this week. Another short and sharp one today. Hey, I'm getting really good at these. Uh, now, as always, in fact, slightly more than always, I'd love for you to leave me a review for the podcast so that I know what you think. I've made a few changes to the format for this year, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. It's something that I've kind of got out of the habit of asking you for, and you'll hear me say a lot if you don't ask for something, you probably won't get it or some sort of variation on that sentence anyway. So please, if you have a spare, I don't know, 47 seconds, please go over to iTunes or wherever it is you like to consume your favorite podcasts from. Find the show, click where it says you can leave a rating or review and let me know what you think. And if you do leave me a review, I'll even give you a shout out on the show in an upcoming episode. Right. I am off to set up a room in Clubhouse. Is that what they call them? Rooms? I'm not sure. We'll figure that out about. Um, so that we can chat more about today's topic and I'll speak to you over there very soon or I'll see you right back here in a week. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. Like I said, my name is Adam Chatterley and if you've enjoyed the show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you're listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you are at. So subscribe first, do that right now. And then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help for even more.